Welcome to another episode of Restoring Your Voice, where me, your host, Pastor David, helps you to use your voice for God's glory to speak up and speak out. Hey, welcome, friends and family, to season two of Restoring Your Voice. That's right, Pastor David is back after my week break. I uh, hope you enjoyed the first episode of season two with my interview with former Catholic Steve Christie on his book, Why Protestant Bibles Are Smaller, A Defense of the Old Testament Canon. If you haven't, go check it out, Season 2, Episode 1. Today, I want to first highlight why breaking seasons. Well, focused on, well, a lot of different things in Season 1, rightly so, and I pray it was a blessing for you. Please go re-watch all the episodes, re-listen to them. Um, and there'll be a blessing. But season two, I really feel like the Lord wants me to focus on coming from the Father's heart. What is on the Father's heart? Now, I believe that this is important. It comes down to many different things. Things like identity for one. You know, if we don't know what's on the Father's heart about us, um, then we're not going to walk in our full calling or certainly not going to walk in victory. So we need to know what is on the Father's heart first. What does he say about us? You know, we're adopted, for instance, right? We get to, we're sons and daughters now. We get to call out to him, Father, right? Well, obviously not in the way of, say, this irreverence that people show. You know, do you really think it's the Father's heart, for instance, not to uh, revere him as, as the Father God? Um, for instance, there, there's, there's, there's one example. Um, why? Because there's a lot of irreverence today. We, we treat the father like he's our sugar daddy. We just call upon him for anything we need and kind of leave it at that. We don't like to obey. We don't like to preach the gospel. We don't want to make disciples. We don't want to baptize people. But man, it's good to ask him what we want, right? Is that really the father's heart? What about the father's heart for things that are currently going on do you, do you honestly think that the father does not think something feel something about what happens obviously he does why because he wants me and you to be involved yes right me and you to be directly involved with what is happening today and by the way you can do that there are links to donate to restore to life church right which is i'm a senior pastor of that church uh in the description uh, you can donate uh, via Venmo or via Cash App, and you can be a part of the kingdom. You can be a part of what the Father wants us to do by helping to feed families in Pakistan and by helping to give children uh, quality education. All right, they, they don't have money over there, um, and I'm ta- talking about going to anybody, but showing Jesus, right? It's a predominantly Muslim nation, for instance. Uh, they need to know what Christianity truly looks like. Not just, oh, I'm going to pray for you, but to be active. So whatever you donate will go directly there, right? We, we won't rake in any income from it. Uh, so you can help children pay for school fees and school supplies and families that have to work in, quite frankly, horrific conditions. Um, I've seen pictures from the connect connections I have over there uh, with people having to lower other people into a sewer it's just it's horrible Uh, most of you probably cannot imagine it so we need to know that 
does the Father really want us to be involved? Absolutely. God has always worked through people and will always work through people until he comes back and sets up shop on the earth. So me and you need to learn what it means to be involved. Um, I hope to also have more interviews. I hope to interview more people uh, this season. Um, I'm hoping to have Steve Christie back on. Uh, we didn't get to uh, touch a couple things he wants to touch on about his book and other uh, aspects of you know why it is the Protestant Bible, the correct Bible, um, and, and more. So I hope to have him on. I hope to have uh, some other guests on that I've uh, interviewed before. And uh, so, yeah, I have Waves now. Um, I'm now on, let's see, it's called Pod Match. I guess it matches um, people together so they can be hosts and guests. So that's kind of cool. So, hey, if you're out there listening, if you're a Christian leader, if you're a Christian author, I would love to have you on the show. Uh, I would love to hear what you have to say. Uh, so contact me. You can drop me an email at david.mcguire at restoredtolife.org david.mcguire at restoredtolife.org and I would love to have you on or if you want to recommend a guest and you know how to contact them then contact me as well Um, I would love to have people leave voice messages and ask questions that I can answer I would love to have you do that you can leave me a voice message uh, the link is also in the description. It'll take you to Anchor FM. Uh, it'll take you directly to the page uh, where you can leave me a voice message, record a voice message, and you know what? You'll be featured in a future episode. And you can ask uh, any question in direct relation to Christianity and the Bible, and I'll do my best to answer them. So I hope you're going to enjoy what's coming up in Season 2. Um, I hope you'll be blessed. I hope you'll be edified, encouraged, uh, built, equipped. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. Let me tell you what, the Father has something to say about what's currently happening. Um, You know, I don't know about you, but uh, I have been quite, I'm quite the emotional roller coaster with what's going on in Afghanistan. Now, I served 20 years in a in the military I remember when 9-11 kicked off I was in the army at Fort Campbell at the time and I and I recall exactly what I was doing where I was at all the events in detail uh, still today almost 20 years later and I fought in Iraq three times I didn't I never had the chance to uh, go to Afghanistan uh, but I, I, I have known quite a number of people obviously who did go who did fight um, I've known Gold Star family members, those who lost loved, loved ones in Afghanistan. I've known people uh, adversely affected by their deployments. I've known people to commit, who have committed suicide so they took their own life. I've known these people personally. So yeah, it, it grieves me to no end. And not just because I was in the military, not just because I fought for this nation, but also, do you honestly think that the, that the father likes seeing us leaving people stranded? No, he has always been about people. I mean, we know this from what Jesus told us when he was asked, what are 
uh, the two greatest commandments, right? We're one, love God, right, with all of ourselves, and to love people as we love ourselves. So obviously, the Father has something to say about this. And we know this because Jesus never said anything unless the Father first told him to say it. So obviously, the answer he gave was the very answer that the Father gave him. And yes, yes, I'm brokenhearted. You should be brokenhearted. Whatever breaks the Father's heart should break our hearts. Whatever grieves him should grieve us. Whatever makes him joyous should give us joy. And he is overjoyed when we reach out to people, when we help the downtrodden, the oppressed, the less fortunate, the orphans, the widows. Okay, I mean, let me just tell you with all surety that yes, he is extremely righteously angered at the way our president in America, Biden, is leaving people stranded. Oh, I know what he may say, and I, and I don't discount um, the fact that our military has had to go back in and help people, and I don't doubt that there are people being flown out. Um, I believe that it is in a very unwise and foolish manner. Uh, there's no proper vetting of people. So yeah, the Taliban can pour into our country now, unimpeded, while Americans are left stranded. Think about that for a second, will you? Americans being left stranded by an American president, leaving his own citizens who went over there to serve the Afghan people, leaving them stranded. You know what? Refusing to provide security for them to get to the airport. Basically, good luck, Chuck, with that. We hope you make it, but we can't help you. Really? Do you honestly think that this is the Father's heart for stuff like that to happen, just to leave people stranded? No. The word says that it is God's will that none should perish. And yet we see people perishing. We see Christians in Afghanistan being hunted down. The Taliban going door to door. Looking at people's cell phones, making sure they don't have Bible apps on there. And our president willing to make a deal with him. Or with the Taliban, I said him. Um, doing deals with the Taliban. This is just this is bunk and junk, man. This is not right. This is not right at all. <clears throat> we should always have a heart for people. You know what? We should have a heart for people whether they're Christian or not. We should have a, a heart for people regardless of what religion they are. Regardless of their race. Re regardless of their gender. Regardless of their beliefs in general. No, we don't accept them, but we have a heart for them. You know, in fact, because we don't accept them and we want to see them uh, brought into the kingdom we don't accept so what, what are you going to do what is your part do you, do you callously forget did you forget that for 20 years roundabout we were in Afghanistan fighting that there were service members laying their lives down for your freedoms for my freedoms you know, I'm retired now I retired from the army in January 2016 and 
Even then, there were service members fighting and dying for us. Will you at least pray for them? Will you at least do that? Will you, will you seek out how you can help veterans, the organizations that can help out, the, the organizations that are helping out service members, even now at least giving them some sort of comfort, organizations like the USO. You can go look them up and you can donate to them. What about the VFW, American Legion, disabled veterans, and many more organizations. Do your part. Reach out. If you don't understand, that's okay. You don't have to understand veterans and what we've been through and the wars we've fought and things we've seen to help us out. You can help us out. You can donate money. You can donate your time. You can reach out to the veteran organizations in your community. And I guarantee you, wherever you're at in America, there are veteran organizations nearby. Guaranteed. There's at least BFW. There's at least the American Legion. Most likely disabled veterans somewhere nearby. You can reach out and do your part. You can reach out and use your voice to better lives of veterans. Maybe you live near a military base. Well, then you have a veteran community right there to serve. What are you going to do? How is your voice going to affect? Is it going to have any effect at all? Is it going to have a positive? Is it going to have a negative effect? What effect is it going to have? People need to see Jesus. And what was the one thing Jesus did? He hung out with people. He went around visiting with people. People wanted to be around Jesus because he was around them. Because he sought them out. Will you be Jesus? Will you accurately represent the Father like Jesus did? And will you go and help out our veteran community? I'm asking you, not just as a pastor, not just as an apostle, but as a veteran. And if you're out there listening, you're a veteran who fought, and I thank you for your service. You have, I know <clears throat> lots of people may say it, but from one veteran, one combat veteran to another, I say thank you for your service. I cannot thank you enough. Your service is priceless. Never forget that. And if you need prayers, maybe maybe you're dealing with PTSD, please reach out. Please reach out to me. I understand. With that, we'll take a break for an ad. All right, welcome back in this second episode of season two on the 24th of August of 2021. <clears throat> so talking about how you can reach out to your veteran community. Many different ways. Many, many different ways. But the question is, what else are you going to do? People are hurting out there. People need your help. People need you. People need me. The Father has equipped you. I don't feel like it, or I don't think I'm doing good enough, or I messed up. Don't worry about that. We all do. We don't get it perfect. We don't get it right. 
But that doesn't mean we shouldn't want to be used by the Father. We shouldn't want to accurately represent the Father, just as Jesus represented the Father while he was on the earth. So should we. Uh, I, I, I just cannot, I cannot, it's difficult sometimes to put things into words. But you know what? You can seek the Father for yourself. He's there. He's approachable. He won't leave you stranded. He's not going to go all silent on you. I promise you that. He's not going to give you the silent treatment. But he is there for you. Are you going to reach out? Are you going to ask him? Father. God, Lord. What's on your heart? How do you want me to be used? In a, in a hurting world. In a world that so desperately needs Jesus, what do you want me to do? Last question you can ask the Father, I believe. I don't believe that they're, you know, we have to make it complicated. You know, Father God, he's not complicated. We may not obviously know him as well as we would like to, especially on this earth. But he's not complicated. He wants people to be out there. He wants his children accurately represent him he wants his children to love what he loves and yes to hate what he hates no hate and love are not polar opposites hate and love are two sides of the same coin and if you think for one instance that the father loves what's happening currently especially with, with, with Biden then you got another thing coming. What else can you do to take action? Now I'm going to link it in the description how you can contact your politicians, those that you voted for, those politicians that are supposed to represent you. So your congressmen and women, your senators and your representatives, I'm going to ask you to reach out to them now. And the link is in the description. So no excuses. Well, I can't find it. Even though it is easy to find out how to do it. I'm going to provide you the way. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to bug the holy hell out of them. To impeach Biden. We need that evil man out of office. This, this man who is wicked and evil needs to be gone. And I'm asking you to impeach Biden. I'm asking you to represent. To contact and, and just keep bugging them. If, if you don't get a response from them or you, you get some generic whatever response from them, then bug them. Don't don't stop. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I'm asking you to exercise your God-given voice. And if you think for one instance that God put Biden in office, you got another thing coming. You don't know God at all. You think God is actually going to put somebody in office who supports abortion, who promotes abortion, who promotes the murder of babies, and you got another thing coming. I don't know what God you know, but it ain't the God of the Bible, some foreign fake God. That's what bottom line. No, Biden's into office because morons voted him into office. And I firmly believe he got into office by hook or by crook. I believe he got in there illegally through voter fraud. 
I fully believe that. That's, you know, the proof is out there. You only have to look. But the bottom line is that he is our president currently. He is in office and he is wasting American lives. Yes, he is sacrificing American lives on the soil of Afghanistan. He is sacrificing American lives for the sake of his presidency. For the sake of his presidency, even though it's hurting him right now. And good, I'm glad it's hurting him. It should be hurting him. No doubt. It absolutely should be hurting him. No no reason absolutely why. Nobody should. And I'm going to tell you out there, you so-called quote-unquote, you know, evangelicals for Biden, which is such an oxymoron. You know, you need to own this. You need to make it right. You need to repent. And, and one way that you can make it right is to get that man out of office as soon as possible. We need to pray him out. And we need to contact our politicians that were voted into office to get on the ball and get this guy out of office. Well, brother, you're not supposed to say stuff like that. I mean, you know, the Bible says, well, I know what the Bible says. I also know history, and I couple both together. But, but you know, the government's good, and we're supposed to do what they say. Romans 13, uh, nope, nonsense and rubbish. Not unless you, you know, did somebody tell Paul that he wasn't supposed to uh, rebel against the Roman government of his time? Did somebody tell him that? Because during his time, for hundreds of years, it was illegal in Rome to be a Christian. And Romans would be fed to the lions. I mean, Romans were, sorry, Romans would feed, yeah, Romans, Christian Romans to the lions. They had a meet in catacombs. Have you buried dead people about this? And, and worse. So don't tell me that, oh, well, I just have to obey the government and do what they say. No, nonsense and absolute rubbish. No. Read further into Romans 13. Talks about how the government is supposed to be good, a servant of God. Okay? Neither Biden nor Harris are both. Okay? They're not servants of God. At all. Not not in one iota, shape, or form. So you need to realize that and you need to take action. You need to. You need to not only pray about it, but we also need to contact our representatives. Email them. Heck, call them. You know, get those, blow up those phones. Get those phones ringing off the hook nonstop. Until they take action. Until they they either take action or they cut us off one way or another. But at least we can say we stood up in a time when action was needed. And we took appropriate action. We took the initiative, right? Nobody had to tell us to do it. We decided we're going to take the initiative and we're going to do the right thing. We're going to take the hard right over the easy wrong. The hard right, we would say, is hard. People hated us. People spoke against us. We lost friends. We lost we lost relationships. But man, we stood up for the things of God and we refused to back down when it mattered most. Is that going to be you out there? Brother, I thought you were supposed to talk about what's on the Father's heart. Exactamundo. That's exactly what I'm doing here today. So, 
I apologize if this episode came out a bit late. Um, I'll try to, I do try to get them out uh, earlier in the day than this. But either way, man, it's bless you. Hey, make sure you share this episode, whether you're watching or listening, yes, on YouTube or any other podcast platform. I'm asking you to share this on social media far and wide and put that hashtag in there, impeach Biden. Remember, hashtag it, impeach Biden. All right. So God bless all of you. So that's it for this episode of Restoring Restoring Your Voice Voice. with your host, Pastor David, and saying God bless you. Get out there and be the kingdom.